Does Doctor Strange 2 rewrite the Marvel multiverse? We answer that question and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. This is the show where we answer your questions about movies, TV shows, comic books. Today, we're answering questions about the multiverse with Doctor Strange. And with me, as always, is Roxy Stryer. Hi, Roxy. Hi, DJ. Oh, my goodness. We just did for those. Oh, you know what? For those listening, we just did our 300th episode. Um, so you can go check that out. Super fucking cool. Had a bunch of guests. I will say, I don't normally go back and listen to our episodes because I, I just get they're like an hour long I'm, not, I'm sorry I'm not going to go back and, and re-listen them that one because there's editing I did and I did notice something that I don't think I did a particularly good job on because I didn't plan ahead of, ahead of time and so I was just kind of saying shit and I didn't know I didn't know how to land the plane my, my attention was so focused on like putting everything together I didn't really have a, a, a runway planned and I don't think I adequately painted uh, I don't think I painted an adequate picture of how much Roxy how much you've meant to the show uh, uh, over the years because the way I said it was like, oh, the show wouldn't be going with Roxy, which is true. But also, you have been uh, part of the show since Super TV Showdown, which I think we started less than a year after we started. So you are an integral part of the show. You have been elevating the show since Super TV Showdown. You've been elevating the show since you became a main host on it, especially with the fact that like you bring to the table all the shows you watch, all the knowledge you have uh, from the shows you watch. And it's great. it's been great to be able to talk to you every week about all the superhero shows, but also um, getting your insight on all the stuff that I don't watch. And, and you just bring a lot to the table. And I'm very thankful that you have been a part of this this whole time and, and that you continue to be a part of it. Thanks, TJ. Yeah. It's really, really sweet. I appreciate that. Do you remember? I don't even remember how it started. Like, how did did you guys just call me? Is it because of SourceFed had and I guessed it? Because we uh, we had a good rapport through SourceFed, and then you were doing Flash and Friends, and then I was I was starting to think like, okay, we were thinking Patreon, and so we're like, okay, we super whatever we did on I can't remember what it was called on SourceFed, but that thing we should do that. Um, and I was like, well, we should, uh, uh, I was thinking about Flash and Friends, and I reached out to you because of that, so I knew you had watched all the things. And I knew you worked well with us. Because had you already been guesting on Flash and Friends? I think once or twice. And I think the way it went down was Flash and Friends, you were like, I can't, I'm not sure I can do it with Flash and Friends going on. And then Flash and Friends went away. And I was like, perfect time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. 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 Wow. Full circle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn. Fun fact. If you listen to the, um, for those that listen to the 300th episode. I did our opening clip from our very first Super TV showdown. I didn't realize soundboard right off the bat was like introduced. Yep. And also the very first thing we talked about, Roxy, this kind of blew my mind, was the trailer had just dropped for New Mutants. And I didn't it was funny listening to us talk about it because I didn't at the time we had no idea the saga that was ahead of us of getting that new mutants movie. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that seems like a lifetime ago, but also when I think about all the places that we filmed that show it also feels like yesterday Mm -hmm. like i know everybody else says it feels like a lifetime ago and yesterday but like i have no especially with the panini i have no semblance of the timeline on that anymore agreed 100 percent. what somebody well yeah Uh, anyway enough memory road uh 
memory lane, whatever it's called. Um, memory road. Memory road coming to the theater near you. Rebranded. Uh, starring Zac Efron. Uh, if, uh, uh, the, 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 all the things, if you want to um, watch the show live, if you want to listen to it early without ads, if you want to check out shows like What We're Into or Spider-Versity, you can do that over at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. Please go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Uh, and if you listen to this on Spotify every week, we ask you a question. Last week's question was, if you could replace any actor in any movie with Nicolas Cage, who would it be? Um, Yashu Wazalewski said, not a specific movie, but I would love to cast Nick Cage as the male lead in any Hallmark or Lifetime movie just to make them absurd, uh, which is a great idea and makes me think of um, Will Ferrell. And I think it was, um, oh, no. Ah, why did ah? Anyway, Will Ferrell made a a like funny Hallmark movie, but like did it completely straight faced. So that's pretty cool. And then uh, Sailor Gains eighteen said Venom, and that would also be interesting. Uh, and I would like to also give a shout out uh, for our producers over at Patreon. Uh, some of them include Ash, Caitlin, Dylan, Kevin, and Hammy. If you would like to join our producers, there's going to be a poll going out soon. I'm going to be reaching out to you guys to decide what shows we are going to do for the podcast and what I should be watching for what we're into last yeah, last month. Y'all decided I was watching F-Boy Island. And maybe, just maybe, maybe if you're good, if you kids at home are good, maybe we can watch it together. Oh, bring back the watch-alongs. Let's see. Oh, my goodness. Now, Roxy. Let's yeah, DJ. In, let's get into news. I There was a few things to talk about news. I think there was a Game of Thrones trailer for uh, House of the Dragon. I didn't watch that. Um, and But the one thing I... Speaking of Super TV Showdown, uh, a lot of those shows are going away. Legends of Tomorrow, canceled. Batwoman, canceled. Uh, it seems like that Wonder Twins movie that we just got casting for, canceled. Uh, you think so? I have no idea. I'm fine. After seeing the casting, I'm like, I'm okay if this goes away. <laughs> I like it. Um, I like it conceptually. I just, it, I, we don't need to get into it. I, yeah, yeah. I know the Wonder Twins are aliens. I never perceived them as being white. I they just, that was not how I thought they were being depicted. And uh, what, what, anyway, whatever. Um, Fair. I, I think for, for us more, because they, we, we cover them a lot, uh, uh, was... Legends of Tomorrow and Batwoman, RIP. What do we think this means? And then there were rumors that they're trying to sell off um, uh, CW. Obviously, Warner Brothers was just bought by Discovery, and it looks like Discovery, as as CEOs and execs do, they got big plans, um, and those include making people lose a lot of jobs. Uh, uh, what do we What do we think this pertains to the future of our CW shows? I know Flash and Superman and Lois have been renewed for a new season confusing at this point with at least we don't have still the um hbo max and dc universe and cw and cw seed shows all happening at once but i feel like it's all these conversations are impossible to have without the other you know Mm -hmm. like when we're talking about um what's gonna happen with amber and ezra and how that's going to affect anything that goes down with DC. Or like, remember back in the day when we had Amanda Waller on Arrow, but now there's going to be an Amanda Waller show. And, but does that, how would that not have an effect on Peacemaker mm-hmm. or, or the Suicide Squad 3 or anything along those lines? So 
Oh, in terms of CW, it seems to be a very low priority for them right now. We also got that news earlier this year that CW had never been profitable. Sounds about <laughs> right. It sounds about right. Something along those lines. Yeah, it sounds about right. So, so uh, I I don't know what to make of. I, you know, I love these shows. These, yeah. This tone is for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm bummed that we are clearly steering away from the the campy, lighter, um, less important. You watch every episode. Uh, you know yeah. these shows that I love because. I feel like while most people's introduction, everybody has their introduction to these characters, like a lot of these characters are introduced to me by their CW shows yeah. that have been on since I was t- 20. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, like. Yeah, because Flash is going into season nine. God damn. Uh, yeah. Yeah, shit. So, so that means Arrow had already been on Arrow- two seasons. Fuck. Yeah, you know, they've been going on since I was in college. And so that a lot of my introduction, and if we're going to talk about Smallville even before that, because mm-hmm. so a lot of my introduction to these characters have been, especially the characters that are more on the outskirts. Obviously, yeah. I read enough growing up and knew enough growing up that I'm familiar with all of the, the A squads. Yeah. But like a lot of the other ones, like I, 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 there's a place in my heart here. So your question was, DJ, what do I think this means for CWDC? future i have no idea but i don't think it's going to be for rocks yeah yeah probably i know for me i'm conceptually bummed except i haven't watched legends of Marvel for like seasons now like pretty much ever since crisis infinite infinite earth i was like i'm good (laughs) i I did it i did my i did i did my time um and there's a lot more competition in that space because you just mentioned peacemaker we're getting a show with uh it's there's rumors that we're getting a show with viola davis as amanda waller yes please and thank you please and thank you please um you want that yes i think amanda waller is i think one of the most compelling and best comic book characters in superhero comics i think viola davis is one of the best actors actresses working right now i think she's perfect for the role and i don't think we've quite she's quite had the opportunity to like go full waller and mm-hmm. so i'm hoping if we i don't i'm ass, the, based on the news i'm assuming it isn't a show about her like based on the news i was like wait are we just getting instead of you mentioned a suicide squad three are we just getting a suicide squad show but it uh, says it's about her and her daughter i that that is interesting i mean i i the some of the things uh I, I like Amanda Waller because there's no, no other character really quite like her. She's kind of like Nick Fury in that she's like a government whatever, except she's a hundred times more ruthless than Nick Fury is. Right. Um, but she's not a villain. Therefore she's more just, interesting, kind of. Yeah, exactly. But she's not a villain, typically. I think I think in her best depiction, she's not a villain. She's just pragma- She's just ruthlessly pragmatic. She's going to do whatever she thinks is necessary, and she's not going to be uh, stopped by anything. And in the comics, she has a family. She's just interesting. And so, like, I, is the first thing on my list a, a show about Amanda Waller and her family? No, but Viola Davis as Amanda Waller? I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll watch that shit. James Gunn is producing? Yeah, gimme, gimme, I'll watch it. Um... But I, I, she's not going to be busting down. Door. I mean, she might. If you, anybody saw what was that heist movie she was in? Um, you know what I'm talking about? Her. It was. It was um, her and Cynthia Revo. 
um oh fuck what was that movie yeah, called I do. Chat- on netflix you mean it wasn't it was it went to theaters um i don't know if it maybe, ended maybe up on I netflix it, on. it was but i mean she uh she was jacked in that role so maybe maybe she'll be doing like raids and shit who knows uh, um but yeah I, i'm into it but the point is i think there's more more competition for this type of thing and the landscape's changing, like doing a season of 22 plus. Oh, are you talking about Widows? Yeah. That movie oh. ruled. That movie was yeah. so good. I either remember, I I saw it. I don't, I either really didn't like it or I really liked it. I don't remember. There was one. another similar like Mob Wives Do a Thing movie that came out around the same time that wasn't as good. But Widows, I thought rocked. But I'm a, I'm a big crime genre fan. And uh, Viola Davis was fucking jacked in that. Uh, so, so maybe she'll be doing fucking clandestine black op shit. I'll, I'd be down for that. But um, there's just more competition and the landscape's changing. And um, I don't know. Maybe we'll get Grant Gustin in the Flash movie. We won't. Don't 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 hold your breath, anybody. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't think so either. No. I don't so. uh, much love to what Grant Gustin, but he doesn't have the chops. <laughs> what is this going to mean for young fans? Like, is there going to be a place for them, and is that just going to be on HBO Max? You know what? Um, yeah, maybe just because of stuff like the new Gossip Girl. You watched it. I didn't, but obviously that was a CW show that transitioned to HBO Max. But I think you bring up a really good point in that um, there needs to be a good gate. I mean, these are people in brightly colored costumes and stuff. It needs to be accessible to kids. And I don't think in our current landscape, as saturated as it is, I don't think we've cracked that. Obviously, the Marvel stuff is all ages, but for the most part, uh, there's some... Oh, boy, there's one scene in Doctor Strange I'm excited to talk to you about. I was like, what? Uh, What? Um, Anyway... Most, for the most part, the MCU is a... You mean a... Gr- is it a gruesome moment? It is... It is there is... Doctor Strange Multiverse Matter should be R-rated. The fact that there's it's not one, R-rated... There's one moment that made me think like, oh, yeah. I do. I think that's like... that. That's violence. Yeah. And what's, and what's so funny is there's a sequence later that they don't show on camera and it's like, there's no way that is more violent than what you literally just showed my two eyes. Like you... I'm excited to know what you're talking about. This is, this is a joke. Anyway. Uh, normally, MCU is aggressively all ages, and 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 I think they could actually do better to like maybe something like Moon Knight could be a little bit more kind of like targeted to to an older audience. Basically, have something for everybody. And the problem is DC's kind of been the opposite, where it's like we're gonna have Batman say fuck and and uh, throw people off buildings and shit. And it's like, well, I mean, you know. I, I think you're right. If we lose these, there is a good chance that we also lose um, something that is accessible to a younger audience. Do you think we would get like a Gossip Girl-esque reboot on HBO Max? Like Flash the Next Generation? (laughs) But the new Gossip Girl show is like kind of gritty. It's not, it wouldn't go on the CW. (sighs) Yeah, and it's also like, I don't want... I'm sorry. I don't want HBO. I don't want that to be HBO's brand. <laughs> HBO, yeah, HBO used to mean something. Damn it. <laughs> I know. I know. That's the tough part too. So I'm conflicted. I like, you know, I don't have kids right now. Yeah. And I certainly don't have people, kids that are 10 yeah. that I'm starting to try to really like sit down and be like, this is these characters. I think if I did, I do think I'd be a little bummed. Yeah. Yeah. Because while this is for us, DJ, 
it's not definitely not primarily and and solely for us. Very true. I and agree. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just I love the CW for that reason and I loved the Arrowverse era and and it does feel like a lot of the creators a, lo- a lot of them are a little bit older than us, but a lot of people are right around our gen, yeah. you know, that so we're making things for ourselves as we come up. Yeah. And it's like we were lucky enough to come up with those shows at a time where they were appropriate for us, us and a little bit younger than us. Yeah. And now we're age appropriate for this next wave of shows. It's like there's got to be something else. Yeah, and and theoretically sometimes like the animated shows should do that. I know they're working on a new Batman animated show, but that's I feel like that's also going to skew more though like Young Justice theoretically is for younger audiences, but in the most recent episode, a guy got laser beams straight through his chest. So it's like, I don't... <laughs> yeah, where's the Smallville or Flash kind of thing? And like, yeah. you know, I do think that Marvel, not not that it's always a comparison game, but I do think they're thinking about it more 360 right now. Yeah. yeah. As we get the announcements of what shows they're doing, I do feel like you and I constantly talk about like, oh, that one's for you. Oh, that one's for me. Oh, yeah. that one's for my little sister. Oh, that one's for, you know. And, and this is kind of not like that. Yeah, one hopes. One hopes. Now, speaking of Marvel, transition, we're going to do a quick ad break, and then when we come back, Doctor Strange, spoiler-free first, and then spoilers, we'll let you know, wink, wink. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are back, everybody. Ooh, Roxy, I told you before the show that, that I, I went to a screening that was a little bit later than everybody else, a couple days later, uh, but you know how much that couple days can mean. <laughs> Were we not at the same screening? I went Wednesday. Oh, so no. No, yeah, I went Wednesday um, uh, because that was the time that my wife was available to join me. Oh. And I was, I was nervous because I knew... Everybody would have no secrets that I wouldn't. And, and you also know the closer you get to the movie, like the TV ads are like, hey, here's everything. Here's all the things. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, 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 I point is, I kept radio silence. Roxy, I don't know your thoughts on this. We're going to start spoiler free. We're talking about Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness coming out uh, as of this recording this week. <laughs> the, the IMDb synopsis uh, says, Dr. Stephen Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse, including alternate versions of himself, whose threat to humanity is too great for the combined forces of Strange, Wanda, or Wong and Wanda Maximoff. That is not the movie that is not i don't know i don't know where that came from that's not that's not how this movie what this movie is on rotten tomatoes it has a 76 percent uh rotten tomato score and an audience score of 89 percent. and the critics are saying doctor strange in the multiverse of madness labors under the weight of the sprawling mcu but sam raimi distinctive dire- sam raimi's distinctive direction casts an entertaining spell uh, and of course it's directed by sam raimi and written by michael waldron who i believe was also uh uh the main writer on loki so Spoiler free. I can I tell you going into this, Roxy. I know your thoughts on Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange, and I know your thoughts on Wanda and what the MCU has been doing with Wanda. 
So I have what I feel like is a reasonable guess on your feelings of this movie. <laughs> I I think that that would be fair. Uh, I, I did for for those for those things that you just mentioned. I did not dislike this movie as much as I could have for sure. Gotcha. Um, I like the parts of this movie that I liked. I loved. Yeah. There were some the aspects of this movie that I liked. I was like, that was awesome. But my two biggest issues, not with this movie, with the MCU in general, yeah, are so severely highlighted in this movie. Highlighted, highlighted, highlighted. high, high, highlighted. <laughs> they are so severely highlighted. That's what this movie's both those two things combined make up this movie. So it's that's a tough sell. Okay, so what are the two? What the, the, the how we're treating Wanda and and, and Doctor Strange? Is those are the two yeah, things? Doctor Strange as a character, yeah, and and uh, the treatment of Wanda. Yes. Did, did you like Doctor Strange any more in this movie because of the of Doctor Strange's appearance appearances in the MCU so far? I liked him the most here. No. Okay. No. Okay. I. There's one moment that I really loved him in this movie. Okay. But based on the ending of this movie, which I won't say what it is, yes. is clearly about to be negated. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I uh, love this movie. I loved it. I had a blast. DJ, 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 you loved this movie. I loved this movie. I loved DJ, it. DJ, you loved Here, it. Okay. So here's the, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a thing of expectations because I went and going, man, this is going to disappoint me. I, I, I'm going to go in wanting a Sam Raimi movie and I'm going to get an MCU movie and I'm going to be bummed. And, and it felt like either they wrote the movie towards his sensibilities because he's like an elder statesman or he was able to like just inject himself just enough. The closest this has got this got to for me is Shane Black doing Iron Man 3 where it's like, oh, this is a Shane Black movie. Uh, this is like, yeah, I, I, I like Sam Raimi's directing a lot. I would argue I think he's the best director that the MCU at this point, the best director the MCU's gotten. And more than Taika? Um, I don't love Thor. I like Thor Ragnarok. I like Taika Waititi's other stuff but you more. Said best director the MCU has gotten. Uh, yes, I think so. I, I think because and here's why. So uh, we just did for Spider Versity. We just did uh, Spider Man No Way Home, which is also Doctor Strange centric. And there's at least two sequences in that movie, which is a movie I love. I genuinely enjoy. I rewatched it for the show, and I and it's like months have passed. I thought I was going to be over it. Still very emotionally impacted by that movie. But there's sequences, specifically like when Spider-Man fights Doctor Strange, that my brain, it's not even that I dislike it, it's just my brain, just stop. It's like, okay, it's just, it's just white noise. It's like, okay, I just got to wait this out, and then we'll get back to things that are engaging. Um, Sam Raimi, at least for me in this movie, uh, there's a lot of sequences where that could happen, but because of his sensibility, it, that never quite happened. He has such a good... Um, mastery of how to convey information to the audience and how to make action sequences engaging. And also there's a lot of sequences that I can't get into without getting into spoilers where I feel like most Marvel movies would have shrugged and been like, well, magic happens. And Sam Raimi's like, no, what, what, what's the coolest thing we can fucking do here? What's the, what's the most creative way we can do this sequence? And, uh, and again, I can't get into it getting the spoilers, but there's things that happens like, 
yeah, how could you not? Ha- how could you have this in a movie and not have me love it? Of course, I'm going to love it. This is my jam. Um, I like. I think Doctor Strange. This is the first time I've liked Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange in a movie. I thought American Chavez was really well utilized, and I thought she was good. Uh, Benedict Wong is, of course, great. Um, I have questions to you about Wanda. Should we even? I. I even. What do even, you want to do? What do you want to do? Even talking because going in, I did not understand adequately understand Wanda's role in this, which makes me feel like it's a, for me to say what Wanda's role in this feels like a spoiler. Do you think it's a spoiler? Yes. Okay. Not, not to people who like read comics and, and have been watching trailers and stuff, but in general, it's a spoiler. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's answer these questions and then we'll move on to spoilers because I think I've exhausted. I, I really liked it. I, and maybe I'll watch it again and I'll see all the things, but like, I remember watching Spider-Man No Way Home for the first time. And again, it was a movie I really enjoyed. It's a movie I cried in. But there's a lot of parts where it's like, ugh, that actor wasn't on, uh, is on a green screen. Ugh, that's, that's dicey. This one was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's creative. Oh, that's fun. Oh, that's a great, you know what I mean? It's like, and every time, whatever, I liked it. Um, Cage 96 asks, how Sam, Ra- how Sam Raimi are we talking? Are we putting in some horror in, in the movie? I, I had some friends that I saw were like, it's a horror movie. I would not say this is a horror movie, but boy, howdy, it has the most horror elements of any Marvel thing we've done so far. Because there, there's at least one sequence that's like, oh, this is a slasher film. I'm watching a superpowered slasher film. I think that it's as much a horror movie as Ragnarok or... Um, or Guardians is a comedy. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So, you know, like... Like, it's it, in there. It's in yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> they're all superhero first. Yes. That's a but great way of describing it. Definitely horror elements, for sure. Yeah. It's, especially one the one moment that... I don't know if my moment's the same as your moment. I'm so excited to find out. <laughs> I'm so excited. From my moment, I audibly went, ooh! Yeah, me too. And I, it was less because of what happened and more that it happened in this movie. I was like, wait, are we doing this now? Is this is this something we're allowed to do in a Marvel movie now? <laughs> I, was, I was just like, you know when you're watching something and then when it's on the radio... Or you're listening to something, but then on the radio, they change the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was watching this, I was like, when they play this for the people that aren't me, are they going to Are they going to this? <laughs> Dude, so Sam texted me after he saw it. He, he went with his nephews to go. He's like young nephews. And I was no. like, how'd that, how'd that play? How'd that, how'd that go? <laughs> what did they think? What did uh, he, uh, think? He, he was worried they were going to have nightmares. And I was like, yeah, that seems legitimate. That seems like a v- valid concern. Um, so anyway, we'll get into that. Um, Jake Hefner asks, did Multiverse of Madness do anything different from the MCU formula that you want to see more of in future films? Yeah. Um, but no spoilers? Not yet. So yes. <laughs> cool. Uh, for me, non-spoilers. Uh, get good directors and let them direct. <laughs> that that is that is my that is, I please do that more do that because that would be cool. What do you think is the what movie was the opposite of doing that? Um, I um watching the MCU Spider Man movies. I am not. I could not tell you what John Watts' directing style is. Other than good at taking notes from Kevin Feige and Amy Pascal, like there's just it's just very like 
this exists. You know what I mean? Like this is we the, the camera. And but honestly, that's a lot of MCU movies. There are standouts, like obviously uh, movies that are more comedic focused. You just mentioned Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy. Those stand out less because of the directing, uh, the visual directing, the visuals, and more of the 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 character interactions of the comedy. I think the next closest for me is is maybe like Ryan Coogler and Black Panther. Like you can see, like oh yeah, this feels like a for the parts this feels like a Ryan Coogler movie against Shane Black. Uh, but for the most part, like Peyton, the the night and day between the Ant Man that Edgar Wright started working on and then left, and then the Ant Man that Peyton Reed got to do all by himself. You know what I mean? Like it's like I, for me, it's like oh I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could see the difference I- there. I don't feel the same. I feel like the, to be honest, I kind of feel like the MCU has never had a bad director. But I do think that they've had people who had their dick in the soup too much. Fun fact, today I was on Screen Junkies for the first time in a long time and I didn't know, I couldn't gauge what the rules are without what I was allowed to say. And I've always used the expression, one of my mentors used to use dick in the soup. And so I just think it perfectly paints what we're talking about. Like if I say like somebody had their dick in the soup, you don't know what I'm talking about, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, So I was about to say that on the show today and I go, they they had their hand in the soup, if you know what I mean. (laughs) And everybody was like, what? And I was like, it doesn't work the same. It's not <laughs> the same. It's not the, not the same. same as, as when you have your dick in the soup. So you know? let's, let's, let's use that as our transition to stick our dicks in the soup. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. For spoilers, for those watching live, uh, and I guess those listening at home, um, uh, look out. Spoilers are coming. Here we go. Three, two, one. Uh, let's, I, I've got this broken up into sections, but let's go. We've, we've danced around it. So. Uh, we'll talk about the Illuminati more. Obviously, everybody everybody going to this was excited for the Illuminati. Um, and the Illuminati in the movie is consists of Chiwetel Ejiofor as Mordo, Haley Atwell as Captain Carter, Lashana Lynch as Captain Marvel. Um, uh, I believe, in the chat, clarify for this, I believe that is Anson Mount who played Black Bolt in that god-awful uh, Inhumans TV show. I it, it looked to me like they got him back to play Black Bolt black bolt again which is one of those at first it was like oh good for them and then i was like oh, okay well he's still pouring some out man he's just not we're not getting any black bolt love in the in the mcu um and then oh god the, fuck my brain checked right out when this happened john krasinski becoming a living meme and being uh mr fantastic god damn it uh and then of course uh in a classic Marvel fashion, the movie treats it like this is a reveal, but obviously it was spoiled in the trailer. We got Patrick Stewart as Professor X. It was kind of spoiled in the trailer, but more spoiled when Patrick Stewart confirmed that it was him in the trailer. Yeah. Well, and also, I guess the reveal is like, he's in the chair from the animated series. It's like, cool. But it's also one of those, like, I love Patrick Stewart. He's great. But he is not getting any younger. And it's like, oh. <laughs> we also didn't know it wasn't spoiled because... You know, it's not like when we were falling through the mul- the multiverse, we just peep see him real quick. Yeah, like he really has a role in this. Yeah, yeah, he does, uh, and the, the whole Illuminati does. For me, so so what we're talking about, the couple things we're talking about is one something I did not realize going into this is that Wanda is the antagonist of the movie. She's not frenemies. She's not. She is the bad guy. Um, uh, and yeah, let's. We'll get to that. I was leading to the moment, but there's a lot to get to to get to the moment that really shocked me. Let's talk about that real quick because uh, a couple questions for you, Roxy, with uh, knowing how big a Wanda fan you are. 
what did you think of how they treated Wanda? And also, side question, has Elizabeth, has Elizabeth Olsen given the same performance twice in a row for Wanda? Or is each time it's kind of a di- she's kind of doing a different thing? Because a good part of this movie is like, I know she's supposed to be like, like possessed by the book. But is this Wanda? <laughs> That's exactly how I feel about Doctor Strange. Okay. I feel as if he does not... I think that every time that uh, Benedict comes to the screen, he is playing a drastically different character. Okay. Uh, which is why I don't, when you say, do I like him better? I don't even, I don't even understand who Dr. Strange, who he thinks Dr. Strange is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think that's really necessarily his fault. I think it is the multiple writers yeah. and all the different directors and him like, Sometimes he's suave. Sometimes he's a dick. Sometimes he's funny. Sometimes he's stupid. Yeah. Sometimes he's the smartest in the room. Sometimes he's arrogant. Like, I just can't tell what are his qualities. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel that way about Elizabeth Olsen's portrayal of Wanda. I do certainly feel that way about how Wanda is being portrayed. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that Elizabeth, I think Elizabeth Olsen is wildly talented yeah i mean i think she is so good you get you say here's the range play inside and she goes boom 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 boom. i mean it's really incredible but number one i think it's really strange that we are now requiring people to watch tv shows in order to understand a movie yeah i mean you could because if you did not watch wandavision Mm -hmm. talk about left field yeah i was i was trying to think of like I, I I don't think this is how people enjoy Marvel movies at this point, but I was trying to imagine the hypothetical person that watched movies the way they used to be, where they watched Doctor Strange 1, and they're like, oh, Doctor Strange 2, I'll just go in and watch this. And then I was like, okay, so but most people know that that's not how Marvel movies work. So what's a more reasonable thing? A more reasonable thing would be to just watch the movies he was in, Doctor Strange 1, Infinity War, Endgame. And even that person, having watched those three movies, who, who would have seen Wanda in Endgame would be like, kids, what? And they're, yeah. what? What? Where did, what? What's happening? <laughs> so the thing is, I do think that you would pick up what happened, you know, based on this. I think you would, f- not everything that happened, but you would pick up. Here's what you would pick up if you hadn't seen Wanda. Yeah. Okay. At some point, she had kids. She like made up kids. <laughs> made up kids. And then at some point, those kids got taken from her, mm-hmm. I think is what you would like Glean. think happened. Yeah. Um, but then you would also be like, but somehow also in other universes she didn't make them up um <laughs> they are hers somehow maybe that was explained in the show which it wasn't it but wasn't like, yeah, yeah. It, it, what's funny is you could watch wanda vision and still kind of be confused because i was under the impression that that show ended with wanda's a good guy and this movie was like fuck that no she's not <laughs> well actually this movie at first was like Look at her in these beautiful trees. Mm-hmm. She is that good guy. And I was like, yes. Yeah. And then it was like, just kidding. Double fuck you. And I was like, no. Yeah. Um, Which so- is also a weird scene because how did Doctor Strange not, how did he get there and not realize he was in some sort of hell dimension? <laughs> Especially when he's like, it all smells really real. Yeah. And it's like, wait, does he know? No. Anyway. I, I don't know. But okay. So I think that I what did you ask me in the first place? It was, it was <laughs> her portrayal. Her the the yeah. the main question was this transition oh, from her I to like a villain. Watching, yeah, watching Wandavision really helps at least like us understand that she has had a severe trauma. Yeah, but it, people's response to me continues to be the same thing. But it happened in the comics. 
because just because something happens in the comics yeah does not mean it's earned in the movies and also to your point it doesn't really i mean she this is not house of m this is different you know what i mean right yeah she's bad in some of the comics she's a bad guy in some of the comics yeah but not but still regardless they're requiring us to watch a tv show to understand this movie that's one thing you can't be they're not requiring us to have read yeah all the comics to understand what the turn is here so i just what i really don't like if this was the first, second, third, fourth, five thousandth time that we've seen a woman mm-hmm. gain her true the her biggest power, yeah, the most amount of power, and when she gains that power, she is evil. Yes, saying when women get their highest power, they're evil. Yeah, it was the first time that something had shown that. Okay, interesting storyline, but it's the five thousandth. And I take this one personally because it's my favorite. She's my favorite hero. Yeah. And they, and they, and they made her my favorite hero. Yeah. And they said, this woman is better. This woman, this woman can withstand. And the trauma happens, but she is built for it. And she's going to persevere. And she's still going to help people. And then it said, never mind. Just kidding. She can't. Yeah. And I, I think that they did that very abruptly. And Elizabeth Olsen did the best she could to show that, but the story didn't dictate that. And every time she says, but I'm a mother, I'm like, and so you're going to like America's a kid, bro. Yeah. And they try to do the close. There's a lot of examples of this in comicdom and superhero storytelling. The one that jumps to mind the most is, uh, cause something I like about the movie, um, a couple, actually, a couple of things. One, just just uh, in pure terms of the movie itself. One, um, I felt like I mentioned WandaVision ended on a, a, like a hey, Wanda's a good guy now, and I'm like, nah, uh, like she she's not been held accountable for any of the shit she did, and so on that level, I was kind of glad that the movie. It did a little like when Doctor Strange is like, no, you made it right. It's like, no, he didn't. Um, and so I'm glad that it's like, no, nah, Wanda's bad, and also we're not gonna. Because I feel like it would have been easy to be like, oh, no, she's good now. It's like, duh, body count's too high for that one, my guys. It's The ship has sailed on this. And so I'm, I'm kind of glad. It's like, okay, if this is the direction we're going, I'm glad we're committing to it. I'm not saying it's the right direction to go. But if it's what we're doing, I'm glad we're committed to it. Also, again, in that those parameters, I think it does make Wanda arguably the most compelling villain we've ever gotten in the MCU. Like I know her motivation. I, I, it makes sense to me. I think Elizabeth Olsen is doing a good job. It makes, she's scary as shit. Like it's like, like she's a good bad guy. You have to pause on. It makes sense to you because what makes sense? Just the fact that she loses vision, she loses her kids. So she rips shit up to try to get back her kids. Are you saying just that? Or are you saying you fully understand why Wanda in some places is able to have children versus in this universe that she doesn't? I mean, why are all the three Peter Parkers look different and different? You know what I mean? It's like, it's movie, it's movie bullshit. So like in some, in one, she has these kids. I not necessarily that. Or no vision. Uh, no, uh, Roxy. No, she slept with her brother, and that's how she had the kids. They're they're oh. Pietro's kids. <laughs> no, um, um, no, I not necessarily that, but just the idea of I think the motivation of I had these kids, I wanted to find them again. I put I I used this dark tome to find them. It corrupted me, 
but that, but that motivation of wanting to find my kids, it's like, oh, that's a that makes more sense than Thanos is like, I guess half the popu- having the population will fix things. Like it's it's more tangible. Um, so on that level, I liked it. Um, I do feel like it, down the road, uh, will will uh, there's rumors that we'll get a Scarlet Witch movie. If it were up to me. I would pluck one from the multiverse uh, and kind of like start from scratch and not try and redeem this one. Cause again, I think the body count is too high for me too as an high. audience member to be too like, high. it's okay yeah. now. But, but this what I was getting to redeemable, she's not redeemable. Now. Yeah. And well, I'm glad they didn't try that. Um, but if they were to, I, the, what I was getting to is that it in the comics, it reminds me the closest to um, how Jordan's green lantern. He snapped, killed the whole Green Lantern Corps, wiped out a city. Like he did a bunch of bad shit. And then like decades later, they're like, oh, he was possessed by an alien. And that's what did it. And it's like, okay, Hal's good now. Um, Which that story, the rebirth story is good. I personally wouldn't have brought Hal back, whatever. If they do do it, I'm thinking, if they do try to redeem this Wanda, it'll be like, the book is what did it, which is a cop out, but whatever. Again, I would, I would, we saw a good Wanda in this movie. It's like, just have it be her, her universe our Wanda fucked that Wanda's universe right to hell. So, so maybe she can pop over to ours. I don't know. Um, speaking of that universe, Wait, I have a question about that. Yes. For a Is your interpretation of the scene in which, in the scene in which Patrick Stewart is in Wanda's head. Yes. Is your interpretation of that, that the Wanda whose body she's taken over is that Wanda inside her there? That, that my wife that, asked me the same question. Yeah, the one he's trying to pull from the rubble is that universe's Wanda. Wanda. And it's not geek- our Wanda's. Okay, I'm with you. I agree. Is what I think the movie's trying to communicate. Again, if they try to do a Scarlet Witch movie later, they might try and like backseize, like actually, you know, whatever. But I think what the movie was communicating is that's Patrick Stewart's Wanda. Scary Red Mist Wanda is our Wanda, who, again, was was very scary. Um, let's talk about the Illuminati. Before that, ads. You knew it was coming. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Oh my goodness, we're back. And we're here to talk about the the Illuminati. And this is what, uh, talking about how scary Wanda was, this is what we were kind of talking around. For me, Roxy, the moment I was like, I also audibly gasped, was when fucking Black Bolt blows out his own brain. I was like, how, how are we... How is this okay? To sh- and then later they're like, when, when Captain Carter gets cut in half, it's like, no, we don't show that. And I'm like, how is that less graphic than a person literally blowing up his own a part of his head collapses in how how is this pg-13 our rating system is a joke it's a that is not my moment dj what is your moment is it when is it when mr fantastic's head pops no what's yours mine is when evil dr strange falls on the spike Mm-hmm. And it goes through his entire body. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we see we see him get like impaled by this like 
fence. Which didn't we make a whole big deal? Wasn't there a whole thing in Avengers that we couldn't show Coulson get stabbed from behind? Like it was a thing. This was crazy. And then his lifeless body like, it's kind of reminded me of in, in Amazing Spider-Man 2, the best rom-com of all time, (laughs) when, when she is falling and then her body smacks the ground and we know she's dead. I love that you called Amazing Spider-Man a rom-com and then you, because I was going to be, come, is it? And then you went to the darkest moment of that movie. (laughs) For sure. Like that. And you're like, you hear that smack. Yeah. Like, oh "Oh, no. No. Yeah. For me, it was when Black Bolt blew out his brain. I was like, fuck. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's, it just shows you that like, there's, again, this is one of those, there's the rules. And then here's how the successful people get to go around the rules. There's listen, this is what PG 13 is unless you're Marvel. And then you can kind of dictate to us as long as there's no penises or breasts. (laughs) Or two people with penises kissing. God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. Forbid. Because then we can't show our movies in some countries. And we're not fucking with that. So, yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of dark moments here. Dude, there was a lot uh, fucking America Chavez. All we do is we say she has two moms. We show the two moms. That's it. And and they there's countries that are like no, you can't show that. I'm like they're literally they're just standing. You could literally this. I don't even know if this counts as representation. You could literally just change the line and it would be fine. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's that part's bizarre. Yeah. I mean, good that it's in there, but it's not like, again, if you can like change a line or cut a single scene and it doesn't change the movie, I don't know that it, I don't know that you're changing the game. You know what I mean? Anyway, I know we're about to talk about the Illuminati, but while you brought up America Chavez for a second, is there precedent in the comic books for how this person is from a completely different universe yet her name is america and she's wearing stars and stripes of america i mean theoretically i mean the the universe we go to is america so like there is america there so she comes from another universe from america i will say i think her name comes from america and other places the in other universes we they identified as america listen Toby Maguire's Spider-Man is from another universe and he just hang around in New York with the in America. So in New York in America. <laughs> Have we confirmed that Toby Maguire's New it? York takes place in America? Um, I will say, I think in the comics, there was a character called Miss America. We wanted to reboot her. And so to keep the Miss America thing, we made this character's first name America and which is fine in the comics. But when you have people saying we need to save America, it's like, okay, what do we... What are we doing? <laughs> what are we, what, can we call her Chavez? Can we, like, what are we, I mean, this is weird. Because we're not, it's not even like a metaphor. It's not even like we're talking about something else. We're literally just talking about the character. But it sounds like we're trying to make a point about something. We need to save America. Best line. Oh, food is free in most of the. Love it. Oh, my God. The Bruce Campbell cameo is so fucking funny. That's funny. God, it's, ah, oh, fuck. I love that Super Sam Raimi's like. Friends, right? Yeah, yeah. But I love that, like. Sam Raimi knows it's like, yeah, Bruce Campbell has a rubber face. He's basically a living cartoon character. Of course, we should put mustard in his face and have him hit himself. That's what we're going to have Bruce Campbell do. If anybody's ever watched the Ash versus the Evil Dead TV show, it's all that. It's just fucking uh, chucking Bruce Campbell across the room and having him make funny faces. It's great. Anyway, yes, I agree with you. That line is great. uh, That it's free and most. uh, I feel like that's the most political the movie got. Um, are we on the Illuminati now? Or we did? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, so I have my first question for you on the Illuminati. It's yes. very similar to my question about America. Okay. Coming from the comp- so I'm not that familiar with the Illuminati. Yes. What what is what can did this Illuminati come from our Illuminati? 
what comes like so in the comics the illuminati is supposed to be like the the top dogs kind of making choices that, that other people don't know about it i believe it is originally and you guys can correct me in the chat or whatever i believe it is originally professor x reed richards black bolt doctor strange namor black panther i think gets added later i think captain america gets added later um, and they're, ba- they're basically people behind the scenes pulling strings. It's classic comic book bullshit where it's like, oh, you know that thing that happened 50 years ago? Turns out they planned it. It's like, all right, whatever, sure. Um, so but, but I don't... Wh- based on like our celebrity, like Madonna, Jay-Z. No, I mean, it, no, the name the name is from that. The name is from the... the, the which, which again is fine in the comics. Once you have a character in a movie saying the Illuminati, you're like, hmm... Maybe change the name. I don't. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe don't do that. Um, so the name comes from that, and and I I am led to believe from this interaction that are the the six one six mainstream MCU does not have an, an uh, Illuminati, which makes sense because most of them don't. And what are they exist. eight eight what? Huh. Illuminati planet eight something something what oh what planet they're on I don't remember I just remember in the in the comics the mainstream Marvel universe is six one six so it's six one six here as yeah I I don't remember what the number was Christine identified I think she was like we're eight six something something like that yeah I also thought the multiverse stuff was a good way to get in characters like Mordo and Christine without like derailing them like so we still don't know what our Mordo is up to we can save that for the third one uh, but Mordo is in it she will tell Ijefor is in it um, he's fine the one part of the movie that I was like man is um, I thought they did a good job with the powers I thought I thought everything looked really cool for me I know we established this in the previous movies, but for me, from the comics, Doctor Strange is not a kung fu fighting guy. He's not a fisticuffs guy. So that whole fight, as cool as it looked with him and Mordo, I was like, this is weird. This isn't, it's like if you had the doctor from Doctor Who suddenly like fucking doing uh, wuja shit. It is like, I don't know. Um, but she would tell Edgy Four is great. So I'm happy to have him. Roxy, what did you think about the Illuminati reveal? I thought that was amazing. It was my favorite part of the movie because, like, my little nerd heart was beating super hard. I do hope that we get – I do hope this is our casting um, for Reed Richards. I, I I, know you don't, but I do hope so. Okay. Uh, I always hope so. Yeah. I also hope that he directs the movie. Oh, you're killing I me. Want, oh, you're I killing want me. To see, oh. I want to see John – I want to not only see John Krasinski star, but also direct the film. I think I, I have been under the impression, and it sounds like this isn't the case with you, but for the rest of Twitter, I feel like the only reason we want John Krasinski to be Reed Richards is because we want Emily Blunt as Invisible Woman. And I think Emily Blunt as Invisible Woman, great. I think this for me proved, oh yeah, John Krasinski's a bad Reed Richards. He's, he, he's not good at it. He's not... Because well, want, what, did, what did you think wasn't good? Uh, I want Reed Richards to convey to me that like oh i'm the, this is the smartest guy in the room and i i do not buy that with john krasinski <laughs> i do not it's like oh just blandly handsome white guy okay uh i i just don't know he, he has such a like natural way about him that just really makes me think that he knows what he's talking about and okay right. yeah i really right. i love him and want to see more of him but i i don't think that's what we're gonna do okay i think there's a little bit uh, well i think if the if every person online was like this is he was amazing. He slaughtered. We got to see him. Then I think that Marvel would kind of perk their ears up. But I think that this was almost them throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, we're gonna give you get this is fan service because you guys have been dreamcasting him. We're gonna give it to you guys because this is so fun, and then we'll see. We'll, well see. It, it would also be confusing 
not that this would necessarily stop them. So Maria Rambo, same actress. Um, I don't know if the Inhuman show counts <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as part yeah. of the MCU, but Anson Mount, we got him back. Uh, God bless him. Uh, I think, guys, confirm in the chat. Was it Anson Mount? Did you guys tell me in the chat whether it was Anson Mount? Um because I couldn't find it on IMDb because, of course, they're trying to keep it uh, under wraps. Yes. It, uh, uh, it, it was Anson Mount? Yeah, that's what I heard. Okay, I meant to look at the credits, but I was too busy talking to my wife uh, at, uh, after the movie. Um, we got him back. But point is, you know, Captain Carter's back, but we're not going to bring Patrick Stewart back, right? He can't possibly be the Professor X of the MCU because he's too... He's too old. He's just too old to be... What are you going to do with that Professor X? Is he already on the way think- out? I think that they have left themselves in a good spot where thing not everybody is the same and everywhere. Sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't. Yeah, because it would be the point is it would be weird if it was like everybody except Professor X. So it's like uh, you're either committing to John Krasinski or Patrick Stewart or you're not right. You've got to like make a call. Well, it's not really everybody except for Professor X because like they're taking up different mantles even though it's people that exist in the same places. So I think that they, I think they, no matter what they do, it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's not like, well, how could it not be John Krasinski if it was John Krasinski here? But it's also not like, how could it be John Krasinski if it was him there? You know, they clearly like Dr. Strange looks the same in a lot of places. (laughs) Um, So I, I think they've, they've left themselves in a good spot to really make whatever decision is best for whatever movie they're making. I was also going to mention like Loki and the variants. And then I realized I actually don't, I still don't know the distinction. Are these variants? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. There's a lot of questions about uh, the same thing with Dr. Strange, if they're variants or not. Yeah. I, I also, this probably works differently for different people. I personally like that they didn't bother like, because there's a lot of rumors of like, is this going to introduce mutants? Is this going to reset? And it's like, no, it's not going to do any of that. It's just going to be Doctor Strange is bouncing around the multiverse. We're oh Roxy. So the just the, the things I really liked most of the movie. Uh, no, but I liked. Okay, so Doctor Strange runs into evil Doctor Strange. I am glad that it's not the Doctor Strange from What If, like people were uh, uh, suspecting, because you could even tell from the trailers he's playing it differently. So if they said that's the What If Doctor Strange is like similar to the Wanda situation, or your thoughts on Doctor Strange in general, it's like. he's he's behaving uh completely differently though so it's not the same one but during that fight i feel like other marvel movies would have been like oh and they throw magic at each other this one it's like no music notes they're making music they're using the notes to fight each other love it um i liked the i don't think it's shuma gorath in the movie but i like the tentacle monster um i loved uh, this was the part i was talking about like how could you have this in a movie and not have me love it Roxy, this is a Marvel movie where Doctor Strange possesses his own dead body and rides into battle on a cape of demons. Yeah, that was cool. It's so that. fucking cool. I like that. I so it's it's a thin line for me because it is Doctor Strange. Keyword yeah. strange. Yeah. And so some of the things that they did in this movie that were strange mm-hmm. really worked for me. That being one of them. Fine, fuck that face up. Make them all zombie. Give them a cape of fucking demons that are crazy fucking looking. Yeah. That all really worked. I feel like that had Raimi all over it and really worked for me. Giant eyeball CGI monster for the first 10 minutes of the movie that I'm not emotionally invested in at all doesn't work. So I feel like it was a really, it it was tough for me where 
a lot of this, my same issue with Shang-Chi, um, where I don't care about these CG creatures much. Yeah. And we had a lot of big CG monsters in this. And I tweeted out and I got a lot of heat for it because they were, I said, this, I didn't like the CG, them so many CG monsters. And people said back to me, oh, yeah, because it's out of the realm of possibility that in a world with magic and witchcraft that there would be CG monsters. And yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not saying that it's out of the realm of possibility. You just didn't care for it. I just don't like it. Yeah. I just don't feel anything for it. Yeah. So it's hard for them to gauge, or at least when it comes to fans like me, because some of the weird shit and some of the CGI shit, like fucking deteriorated face and and ghost whispering demons, <laughs> loved that. I was like, what the fuck? This is a weird ass movie. Yeah. And some of the stuff I was like, I don't care. I do not care. Get me back to my characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we go, we got to talk about uh, uh, we got to talk about the after credits. Actually, let's talk answer some questions first, and then we'll do after credits. Um, but but but. Let's see. Let me see if I can find. I thought you sent it in the Discord, Leonard, but let me see if I can find your question. Oh my God. Leonard, can you ask a question? You don't know. I can't find it now. Um, they're saying, I think it was 838 was the universe. Um, Glenn Caesar points out that Iron Man is in Illuminati 2. That is correct. I forgot to list him. Um, I, I lost the question. I'm sorry. What was the precedent for this? A lot of people said that they thought that their Iron Man was going to pop into this movie. Uh, people like- saw the the clip. He, there's an Iron Man in the Illuminati, typically uh, in the comics, and also people saw the clip of R- Maria Rambo as Captain Marvel, and were like it's Tom Cruise's Iron Man, <laughs> and of course it wasn't. Um, but but yeah, we answered all these. We answered, uh, but uh, I'm just going to keep saying, but, but, but until I figure but, but, out what but, I'm doing. Okay. Um, so let's go into the, uh, after credit scene where we got, this probably didn't mean anything to you, Roxy. Uh, we got Charlize, Th- other than Charlize Theron, we got Charlize Theron as Clea, who in the comics is Dr. Strange's typical love interest. And what I liked about this other than Charlize Theron is great. I liked, I very much liked the, um, aspect of throughout the movie people asking strange if he is happy and him coming to terms uh for me i thought the good uh, for a zippy and kind of like we're you know don't think about it too hard we're just going i thought the movie did a good job of maintaining its overall theme with this idea of kind of accepting where you're at and not trying to uh move forward instead of move back like wanda's whole thing is she's trying to get back to the kids that in her mind she deserves she has strange throughout the whole movie is trying to get back in some degree we we realize wants to get back to christine and the point is, and i like that the movie even there's a christine that lost her strange and they have a connection and the movie's like nah they don't end together that we're not going to do that uh because that's not the point the point is that he needs to move on Christine is happier without him. Move on. <laughs> um, and that is the theme. And so and I so I thought the introduction, other than the fact that it kind of disrupts the ambiguous note the movie ended on, I, I kind of like the note the movie ended on. And then it's like, actually, everything's okay. Um, we end with like a shot of him with the third eye. And we're like, oh, what does this mean? Nothing really. Here's Clea. Um, but I did like... Yeah, we're moving forward. This this plays not only is it a fun cameo, not only is it Charlize Theron, but it, it, it plays the theme of he needs to move forward. What did you think, Roxy? I have the exact opposite feeling. Cool. On <laughs> so Charlize is my favorite actress. I obviously had to do some quick, uh, some hot research on Clea. And the second that I realized that this was going to be his future love interest, I was so sad. Because the 
only, the only thing that I like about his character is his relationship with Christine Mm -hmm. in this movie. My favorite moment of the entire movie, and I am including when we see John Krasinski, when we see Patrick Stewart, I'm including all of it. My favorite movie of the entire film moment is that when Doctor Strange turns to Christine and says, I love you on every universe. Yeah. You're a lover of love and shipper of ships. I'm a lover of love. I'm a shipper of ships. And in that moment, I was like, when somebody, I believe in soulmates. Yeah. And when somebody is your soulmate, I don't believe that every person has one. You can have more. But when somebody is your soulmate, I, I don't believe that you should, you know, when they say, if you love somebody, set them free. I don't fucking get that. I don't fucking care for that. Yeah. I believe step up and be the right partner for somebody, be the person they deserve instead of telling them that they deserve better. And the whole fucking, you're the one who holds the knife thing. I don't care when he says that he loves her in every universe. I was just like, fuck this other dude she's with. I don't give a fuck. There's enough hers on different universe. You could be with one of them. And I, the last moments of the movie when he, when he's doing that and there's that connection, I was like, wow, they really utilize Rachel McAdams. Well, in this movie way better than the first one. Yeah. And I can't wait until the day they're together. And then fucking Charlie's comes through and I was like, no. Well, listen, Roxy, maybe uh, Rachel McAdams will get the cape and in a couple movies, she'll be Doctor Strange. <laughs> I'm here for that. Um, so, uh, the, and then the, the very last end credits is uh, Bruce Campbell uh, finishing punching himself because the spell lasted a while, looking at the camera like, it's over. Loved it. What a good note for me to, to leave on. Uh, I will get this question, a couple questions. I found them. Uh, Kayla Marie. Where was Viz in the different universe? Wouldn't she want to be with him too? Um, Vision, Paul Bettany is busy being in uh, Johnny Depp's DMs. Uh, that's, 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 where, that's where Paul Bettany is right now. That's what I'm saying about the kids. Are they not Visions? Is she, like, what's well, happening? Let's keep in mind, Vision is a robot. So, yeah, uh, so <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So I don't know so who's, who's Wanda fucking in the other universe. Her brother, Roxy, her, it's super gross. <laughs> In other universes, it might not be gross. We're going to leave that at that. Um, uh, Game Everywhere, of it's uh, Everywhere it's gross. Game of check out, check not, out House of the Dragon coming to HBO. Um, and then um, Leonard Kim asks, also, what are your thoughts on the implications of the multiverse as we move forward in the MCU? I'm hoping not a lot. I mean, again, you know, it's just there if they need it. Like, like hey. Everybody loves Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch, and uh, we dropped a building on her. I say leave that building on her and just pluck another one from the multiverse without all the baggage. And also, note to the just MCU between, we had Moon Knight this week, we had Doctor Strange. Uh, Avengers, you need to invest. You have God-level characters with mad PTSD. You need to get a therapist on staff. Stat. It's a, it is a problem. You should have done it in Civil War. You should have done it after Avengers 1. Like, it's we, with Hulk. You have Hulk. You have Hulk. Why, why is there not a therapist on, sta- on call? And you pay them all the money, all the Tony Stark money. You need it. This was, this was a ticking time bomb waiting. If it wasn't Wanda, it was going to be Hulk. It was going to be somebody else. It's a problem. That's right. Okay. Those are the questions. Those are our thoughts. Roxy and I covering all the bases, liking it, disliking it. Let us know what you thought. Tweet at us. Roxy, where can they tweet at you? 
Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Wait, the uh, World Girls podcast, Bitch Out of Water. Tell them about it. Yeah, it's doing well. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Bitch Out of Water. This most recent episode, Steph talked about being mixed, and she actually wrote an incredible poem where she talks about how people always approach her and say, what are you? And how she responds to that. So for for all you mixed baddies out there, that episode is for you. Um, and this coming episode, we're going to do – this is exclusive here. I guess I'm announcing this for oh, the first shit. time. Oh, shit. Announce, we're doing um, being a woman on the internet. So Ooh. we're talking about being a woman on the internet. It and sucks. Spoiler alert. For, but just lot. outside perspective, it seems like not, not a good time. <laughs> So we wanted to uh, get a, a wide range. So we texted some of our most um, successful women on the internet friends yeah. and got their quotes on it. And then we just, we read their quotes and we discuss what they are saying are the hardest or the best parts about yeah. being a woman on the internet. So it's a, it's a good one that's coming out on Wednesday. Very cool. And I will say, I always feel a little uncomfortable saying the name of your show, but it is. The, no, it is I the love name, it. It is the name of your show. So, uh, uh, Hi, DJ though, you're not saying, I know, not I know. It's just, uh, I, every time I say it, I have to pause, like, is this okay? Uh, um, I but, think that that's kind of the point though, is it, you know, it's a little out there. What is know? the, wait, I'm trying to remember the segment in the show. Um, it, it's the P, is it the P's and the Q's? Pros and cunts? Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. You are pros and cunts. Yeah. I love, which I love it again, but I just wouldn't, you know, I don't know. I don't know that I would say it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> but I love totally. that you're, I love that you're doing it. Um, so please, please, please Isn't go that check that out. about the freedom of choice, DJ, that you don't have to do it yourself, but you can love that we're doing what works exactly, for us. Just, exactly. Just let people live their lives. Boy, how do I have opinions on all that? But that's that's not what this show's about. Uh, let's uh, anyway, maybe another episode. Um, uh, you can find me at DJ Talks Trash every place that matters. You can find this show at Only Stupid Answers, but on Twitter, take out the vowels from stupid. Thank you, everybody, for joining us live. We will be back next week, and of course, you can listen to our show, What We're Into, um, and Spider Versity on Patreon. So go check it out. Bye, everybody.